And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. Happy Friday. It's a big, big month in the world of college football recruiting. We've been talking about it pretty much since June started. This is the first in-person recruiting that we've seen for more than a year and there's all kinds of commitments and decommitments and official visits and unofficial visits going on. And I wanted to bring in a guest who understands that better than most. And he's a guy who you will see his work everywhere. Because when you see a player post a graphic saying that, here's my top five, or I've committed, or as we learned this week, I've decommitted, it's probably Hayes Fawcett who made it. So Hayes is a, a really interesting guy. And He's not that much older than most of the recruits who are having him make the edits for them. In fact, when he started, he was quite a bit younger than some of the recruits that he was working with. But he's a guy that has become kind of a a big cog in the recruiting machine. And he's in college right now trying to figure out kind of where he'll fit in when he decides to graduate and enter the professional world. But just a really interesting character in college football you don't know Hayes Fawcett, probably, but you've definitely seen his work. Here is Hayes Fawcett. If you don't know Hayes Fawcett, you've seen his work. I guarantee you you've seen his work because you're, you're college football fans if you're listening to this. So if you are on Twitter or on Instagram or read stories that include embedded tweets and Instagram posts, you have seen Hayes' work because if you've seen a guy who said, these are my final five schools, and there's there's artwork. It, 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 he looks like a comic book superhero, basically, and you got the logos of the schools. That's probably Hayes. Hayes makes the best recruiting edits in the business. The best recruits go to him when they've decided to narrow their list, when they've decided to commit, and even when they've decided to decommit. Hayes Fawcett, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. So, before we get started, I, I just want to let people know. So Hayes knows more recruiting information than anybody in the country. The, the best recruits come to him, say, hey, I'm going to commit to School X on Wednesday. I'm going to need a fire edit for that, but you got to keep it quiet. And so he knows everything. But Hayes, is, Hayes, you're going to your sophomore year at Northwestern State. Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's right. So when did you start? Because I remember... First hearing about you, I think you were doing edits for Trevor Lawrence, which would have been like your sophomore year of high school, right? Yes, sir. Well, I actually started my uh, sixth grade year. I was doing sixth stuff grade. for uh, Darius Geis and guys like that. I think that was a 2015 or 2016 class, if I'm not mistaken. And you are from Louisiana. So is that is that how you knew some of these guys? Yes, sir. So what, what where did you go to high school and and – you know, how, how did you get in touch with, with some of the better recruits in the area? So I went to a high school in a small town called Kinder, Louisiana. It's like probably 2,500 people live here. And I mean, 
uh, growing up, I was always a real big football fan. And whenever I was in sixth, seventh grade, like I was talking about, um, my high school team had a lot of success. We went to the state championship three years in a row and we won two and then came in second in another year. And, uh, I was doing work for a lot of the players on the high school team. And then from there, it went from like doing edits for kids uh, at the high school I was going to eventually go to, to locally, like Southwest Louisiana. Then it went statewide, as I mentioned with Geist. And then eventually, um, Geist, I went to the Army All-American game and he won MVP there. And that whole week, since we had built a relationship throughout his whole senior year, he was opposed to my stuff. And then, I started noticing all these other All-Americans were following me and asking me to make stuff. And then, honestly, from there, it's just been nonstop. So so when you're in sixth grade, like what, what program are you using in sixth grade to, to do all this stuff? I was uh, using apps on my phone. And currently, I'm still doing the same. I make all of my work on my phone. However, I just got a, a computer and Photoshop a few weeks back. And I'm kind of getting it, starting the process of learning a little bit. But with June being such a busy month, I don't really have much time to take a deep dive into it. Well, that's what I was to say. So the the reason we're talking right now is is you reached out to me because I I was kind of intrigued this week because uh, there was a player from Texas from, from from Garland, Texas, who decommitted from Oklahoma, and you you made him an edit, and it was a decommitment edit, and and I had not seen a decommitment graphic before. Like I'd seen people do the notes app, like thanks to this coach and that coach for, for recruiting me, but I'm going to reopen my recruitment. But this was Jordan Hudson, the receiver from Garland, Texas. It's a photo of him putting the horns down and it says decommitted across the bottom. And you were like, that's not the first time that's ever happened. And I was like, really? So when, when did you, when did you first have guys come to you saying I need a decommitment edit? Uh, Probably last year, honestly, because um, I post a lot of my stuff on Instagram as well, like I was telling you. And you can't really, you know, with my page, I like posting graphics, edits, stuff like that. And a, a decommitment from a top 50 player, any, I mean, top 100, any player, it's big news. And I always make sure to post the news because that's what the people want to see. So, I mean, Posting that, I could see how it's kind of controversial, but then at the same time, the player asked me to do it, so I went ahead and did it. But uh, I definitely got a lot of hate on Twitter for that, and I probably won't post any more decommitment graphics on Twitter ever again. So that they'll stick to Instagram? Okay, th- I am curious about that. Are people on Instagram different from people on Twitter? Even though some people have accounts on both, but like the people who reach out to you, either commenters or, or, or through your DMs, is it a different type of person on each on each platform? Yeah, it's a whole different world. Like, for instance, on Instagram, I would say a lot of my followers are more, like, younger. And, uh, you know, they, don't really, don't, they won't really, I guess, come at your neck, per se, like the Twitter followers will. Because, I mean, I posted that decommitment thing on Instagram, and it had, like, probably 300 comments, and not one of them were negative and then I posted it on Twitter and I saw probably about 50 tweets saying how dumb I am and all kind of <laughs> stuff like that. But. And it's not it, like you're just doing what the guy asked you to do, which is, which is yeah, interesting because exactly. th- these guys trust you. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting because you, you don't work for 24 seven, you don't work for rivals or ESPN or any, any of the places that, that really cover recruiting hard. 
Have you thought about doing something like that? Uh, it's kind of been in the back of my mind, but honestly, I'm just kind of taking everything one day at a time right now. Just see where see where I end up. Well, let's let's get into your bio a little bit because you're not just a, a guy who who makes recruiting edits. Uh, you were a football player in high school and a good quarterback in high school, and you actually got an offer to walk on at Northwestern State, but but opted not to do that. How how hard was it to to give up football? Uh, it was a pretty tough decision. Not gonna lie, because I grew up playing it. I had a really uh big love for the game and I mean that's what kind of pours into making me want to keep doing these edits and stuff but like you said um thinking long term if I would have played um college ball as a preferred walk-on it would have took a lot of time away from what I'm doing now and I honestly believe that I have a brighter future in what I'm doing now rather than playing football so have have I know you've thought about this quite a bit but what would you ultimately like to to turn this into? Because right now you're you're a sophomore in college, you're there on an academic scholarship. You know the, the need to to pay a mortgage or anything isn't there right now. But as you as you go and and you graduate and and get into the the quote unquote real world, how would you like to use what you're doing now? Uh, I definitely one hundred percent want to do something with recruiting. I don't know what that would be, but. Whatever opportunity presents itself, that's what I'm going to kind of go towards. So how many how many coaches around the country have you gotten to know through this process? Because I'm sure they love you because you know things that, you know about these players that, that they're not telling anybody else. So, so how many times a, you know, a week or a month are, are you having coaches hit you up and say, hey, Hayes, do you know what's going on with this guy? Uh, I mean, a couple of coaches will occasionally hit me up, but it's not like, um, you know, a every week type thing. Like sometimes they'll reach out to me. Like, for instance, Coach Cristobal at Oregon, uh, the week I graduated, I put a tweet out and he told me, like, congratulations and stuff like that. It was pretty cool to see. And, uh, you know, I had that conversation with Coach O. Being from Louisiana, that was really awesome because I was going to go there. But, you know, the opportunity wasn't best for me at the time. So yeah, when you got a full ride somewhere, you, you take it, (laughs) take it, take it from somebody who took one. It's it, it, it is nice to get out of college without, without any debt. We'll be right back after these words. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When did you realize that, oh my gosh, you know, there's a lot of people looking at these things? Was it, was it with Geis or was it, you know, a little bit after that? Uh, I would say a little bit after that. It was the summer of my eighth grade year was when I really started noticing it taking off because I had um like Bleacher Report, USA Today, the Clarion Ledger, and then my local news stations and newspapers were calling me asking for interviews. And I was, I was you know, just about to be a freshman in high school. And I was just really surprised and, and shocked that I had got to that point to where people wanted to have interviews with me and write articles about me. So... Well, and, and now, you know, you, you know, the biggest recruits in the country, like I'm sure, you know, everybody in, in the business wants to know where Walter Nolan is going. And for those who don't know, Walter Nolan is a, uh, is a defensive lineman from Tennessee who is just insanely good. I was at a camp this past weekend and got to see him in person for the first time and nobody that big should move that well. And he's, he's down to, to just a few schools and you've you've done a great job of of keeping everybody updated on on where he's looking and who's recruiting him hard, but like, what would it be worth to people to know? Like, if he tells you, "Hey, I'm committing here," make the edit, and we're gonna pop it out in in a week. Like, what would it be worth to people to know that? Man, it would be a lot of people would definitely want to know that because I mean, he's a he's a number two player in the nation, and he's obviously gonna have probably an immediate impact wherever he goes. So. How, how do, do you find yourself, I mean, because you played the game, you, you deal with this all the time. Do you have guys that are just your favorites in a class? Like, oh, I know this guy's going to make an instant impact. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, for instance, like Quinn Ewers, this class, uh, I was able to form a relationship with him very early. And, uh, you know, just watching him play and make the throws that he's able to make, it's just unreal that he's doing that as only a junior in high school about to be a senior. So Quinn Ewers, for those who don't know, is a, is a Dallas area quarterback. He was initially committed to Texas, decommitted long before, actually long before Tom Herman got fired, but then committed to Ohio State. And Hayes has done some incredible work with Quinn Ewers' mullet. I, I got to tell you, Hayes, this, this is probably my favorite, you know, what you've done, because you, you make these guys look like, superheroes like i said it looks like it looks like they're in a comic book when you make these edits but his mullet for some reason just pops is is there something you're doing to accentuate it or is that just the majesty of that mullet that's just the majesty of his mullet <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's tremendous it really is and and you've you've had you know because he was up at ohio state so you've gotten a chance to you know now you've got some some art of him in uniform and and all that you know how, how excited are you when you get fresh material to work with because you all these guys do the photo shoots now you know they go on an unofficial or an official and they go you know 
they get in uniform and you get now you have a photo of them in that college's uniform man that it makes it a hundred times easier on me because one they're in the uniform already and then two the pictures are so high quality like some players will send me some some photos that are kind of you know not very high quality and it's a lot harder to work with but with these college pictures it's just like perfect it makes the edit look so much better and so how much of has, has that changed? You, you mentioned you were doing them on your phone in sixth grade. I imagine what you can do on your phone in 2021 versus what you could do on your phone in, in 2014, 2015 has changed considerably. Oh, yeah. My, my edits uh, from 2014 and now are dr- drastically different. And once I get the time to learn Photoshop, I'll be saying the same thing about those computer edits compared to my phone edits. So looking forward to learning that. What what's what have you learned about the recruiting process through all this? I mean, you you've been through it yourself at at a different level, but you you deal with these top hundred guys all the time now. You know, ha- has it changed any since you started doing this? Um, in a way, sorta. But I mean, what I've learned most about the recruiting process is you truly never know what's going to happen until signing day. Like kids will commit somewhere and then decommit go back you know this all kind of different factors that go into their decision so it's a pretty that's what makes recruiting so fun like you never know what's going to happen with a player so what's the one and and we'll, we'll go with ones that you know in the past where the you know we already know where the person went but what's the one where a guy called you you know shortly before either the december signing day or the february signing day and was like hey uh, I'm gonna need you to to make something for me, and you were like, "Whoa!" Would it have to be like before the sign day, or, or could it be like any time? Any time, any time. What was the one that What was the one that surprised you the most? You're like, "Really?" Oh, it was by far Quinn Ewers both times because uh, he he was planning on making a top five, and he had reached out to me for that. And then about two weeks later, I guess he hit me up one night at like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I was like, hey, man, uh, I got something for you. Big news tomorrow. And I didn't really know what to expect. And he told me he was going to commit. And he told me Texas. And I was I was like, wow, I did not expect him to go to Texas. And we FaceTimed that night. And we had a long conversation about, you know, why he chose Texas and some players he wanted to take with him. And that ended up not working out. And now he's at Ohio State. And we kind of had the same interaction, I guess, whenever he told me he was going to decommit a few days before um, he announced that. So that was definitely a recruitment I'll always remember. So you mentioned he that he talked to you about guys that he would like to to join him in a class. How often do you get that from a, from a really good player who says, hey, do you know so-and-so? Are, are you tight with so-and-so? Can you hook me up with so-and-so? Because I want to I wanna try to get him to go same place I'm going. Uh, a lot of times players, they won't really say that, but they'll, like for instance, the player will tweet out, um, commit in, in two days or whatever and a commit from a team that he's considering will like often hit me up and say is he going to the school I'm going to for example like Clemson mm-hmm. and you know just different things like that but you know so speaking of you know you're, you're a quarterback from Louisiana there's another uh, fairly famous quarterback from Louisiana we actually uh, talked about him on the podcast here about two weeks ago and that is Arch Manning, and he's class of 2023. This is probably going to be the most followed recruitment of all time. 
And yes. I know you've already made some edits. Uh, the most recent one is is his visit schedule. Uh, do you know him, or is that a case of you, you know, because you know everybody's following you for this kind of information, you know, just getting this information and putting it out there? Yeah, I know Arch. Uh, well, I don't know him personally, but I've had a couple of conversations with him, and uh, he's kind of he's one of those guys that doesn't really like to be, um, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a, his Instagram. He's a private account. He doesn't accept like anyone. And I'm one of the one of like the 1,300 people he's accepted. That's what I'm I was sure going to ask. Did he accept you? Is yeah. is it is it is it is it good stuff that we're missing, or is it just you know kind of him going fishing and stuff? Yeah, he just posts like some football stuff and hunting stuff, and you know he's not really he's not very active on there. But uh, yeah, we talked about it and stuff, and um one there's this account that was kind of pretending to be him and i sent it to him i was like man this this account's pretending to be you and it's kind of it's already has more followers than you because obviously he's yeah he's not doing it yeah yeah and uh he was like yeah man thanks for sending that to me and he told me how he would he could be verified if he wanted to but he just doesn't really like all the attention on him and stuff like that and i told him yeah i totally understand but yeah, it's going to be a very interesting recruitment to follow because, I mean, it's Arch Manning. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's a, It's a Manning. He's from Louisiana. LSU wants him bad. Clemson wants him bad. Alabama, Georgia, you name it. Every Everybody wants him. So I, is it is it fun for you to to kind of see these guys whittle the, the, their choices down? Do you, you know, do you say or, or in the back of your mind think, okay, I think you should go here or you'd be perfect in this offense or this defense? Or do you just sort of stay out of it and say, what do you want me to do for you? Yeah, I kind of stay out of it. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm always a guy that's going to be supporting them wherever they go. And I know whatever choice they make is what's best for them and their family. So I'll always support what they decide to do. How much have you followed the name, image, and likeness stuff? Because it's obviously uh, certain states, they're, the laws will go into effect at the beginning of next month and the Congress is talking about it now, but it it seems like what you do helps these guys build their brands before they go to college. So you may be one of the more helpful people in terms of kind of launching them toward being able to, to make a little bit of money. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Like a lot of times, uh, these players, they noticed how, you know, how much traction my posts get on Twitter and Instagram, but mainly on Instagram. Uh, a lot of these players will reach out to me, want me to post them like post their offers, post the schools recruiting the hardest, where they're going on visits, et cetera. Because um, with my page, like it'll get them around probably 500 to 1,500 followers in like one post. So like you said, I'm definitely helping them build their brand for this name, image, likeness stuff that's about to come out. Do you ever have a guy call or, you know, hit you up and say, all right, I I need to post my top 24. And do you ever say, no, no, we, we got we to gotta narrow this down a little further. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of guys do that. You can you can tell, like, at first being a younger guy, I wasn't really sure about, you know, top 24s and stuff like that. I, I would do them, but now I kind of understand uh, the game a little bit, bit better, I guess you could say. And I don't do those anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember the first few times I saw those, I was like, Really? Like, yeah. what am I learning here? I, I don't think I'm learning anything from this. Yeah, like a top 20 is like, 
one player, like a normal player's average amount of offers. Like, yeah, this is your really, offer list. Exactly. Yeah, your offer list. Yeah. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not preach you and your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. What's this month been like for you? Because, you know, this was a crazy situation where guys were not allowed on campus, couldn't go in for official visits, for unofficial visits, for anything. Coaches couldn't go to schools when they were, where they normally would have been allowed to go evaluate them. All of this is happening this month, essentially, where where players can go to campus on unofficials and officials. How much, in terms of requests and work, have you gotten over the last few weeks? Oh, it's been busier than ever. Like, I, like for example, last night I stayed up till like four o'clock and woke up at ten thirty to post that Sherrod Coble Jr. He committed to Clemson. I posted him this morning. But I mean, every night I'm staying up late doing work. There's players sending me, um, you know, updated top schools lists where they're visiting. They'll send me photos and videos to post on my Instagram story of like a, I guess, behind the scenes look of their visits. And I mean, right now in my notes, I probably have like 10 to 12 guys that are planning on committing in the next, either this week or next week. So I'm extremely busy. So like a guy who's going to commit next week, has he told you where yet? Or does, or does he wait until like the night before to tell you, here's the school you need to put, put in the edit? No, they tell me like right away, like right when they announce or not announce, but right when they tell me when they plan on committing, they'll tell me the school just because. I've built that trust with all these players in the past and they know they can trust me. So there's no problem with telling me early. Was it hard at first not telling anybody else? Cause I know they, they wouldn't tell you like if, if you had been letting this information out in any way, shape or form, nobody would be telling you anything now. So yes. how, how hard was it at first when you were sitting on some information that, you know, there's a ton of people would love to know. Oh, honestly, it wasn't that hard at all. I've always been, a guy that's trustworthy and loyal. So there was never really a problem with me wanting to tell anybody some player's uh, decision. So you're not telling us where Walter Nolan's going. Cause I know I saw, I saw the tweet where he's saying he's going to shut it down soon. So I'm assuming he's already told you. No, nah, he hasn't told me yet. Actually. Ah, you wouldn't tell me if he had. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I don't know how true that tweet was. So <laughs> <laughs> that, well that, and that's the other thing. I mean, and, and, how much of it is you being basically the same age as these guys, you know, understanding kind of where they're coming from and, and what they're dealing with? Uh, yeah, it's, I've, I've been able to make a lot of connections uh, being the age that I am now because I understand what these players are going through and 
what's on their mind and stuff like that. So that definitely um, helps me do what I do and helps the players trust me even more because they're around the same age as me. And, you know. Are you worried about becoming the old guy? Uh, not really. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be nice one, if you're like the old. I said earlier, I just take it one day at a time, and whatever happens, happens. So, if if you are the old guy doing this, that's good though. That means you've turned yeah. it into a business and a, and a livelihood and everything else. And I, if you go back to to sixth grade, you starting to make edits on your phone, could you have ever like would that kid have ever imagined this right now? Not, not at all. Not even close. Because I just really started off doing it for fun and like I said, for the love of the sport. And then now it's turned into this, like kind of building a brand and a name for myself. It's, un, it's unbelievable. So do, do the players ever pay you for these or, or is this a, a free service to them? Uh, I'll say 99.9% of the work I do is free. So this is the long game for you. This is, yeah. this, this is going to turn into something eventually. You'd... Now, we talked about this earlier, but have you, have you thought about what, what it might turn into for you? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I don't really know what it's going to be, but like I said, I just want to continue to do what I do and, uh, eventually be able to make a living off of this. So what's the, what's the player you are most excited in the class of 22 to find out where he's going? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, off the top of my head. Uh, Walter Nolan, mm-hmm. Zach Rice, that's going to be a big one. He's the number one offensive tackle. Yep. Um, Denver Harris, that's going to be another big big uh, announcement because his recruitment's pretty interesting right now. And uh, let's see. Amoria Boer is going to be another one. And Gabriel Brandlow Dindy, that's another one because I actually grew up with Gabriel. We played uh, football together and grew up in the same town. Then he decided uh, him and his family moved when he was going to the seventh or eighth grade. And I mean, now he's the number four player in the nation and proud of him. So where's, where's he looking at right now? Uh, it's like, uh, Clemson, A&M, Oklahoma, LSU schools like that. And it's, I mean, you, I'm sure you see those over and over where it's Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas, A&M, Georgia, Ohio state. It, what, what is schools? that aren't those schools have to do to get in with these guys? Man, that's, I mean, I'd say just win and continue to give, uh, give themselves reasons for players to want to go to their college, you know, and winning's everything. So, and developing, winning, developing. And then another thing is the name image lightning stuff. That's going to be another factor in players' decisions coming soon. So, like how, how much can you help them with that or, or how resistant to it are you, that, that sort of thing? Yeah, for sure. So what's, what's next for you? Is it just try to get through this month and then things calm down a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the rest of the month is going to be busy as always. And uh, actually, I'm going to be going to the opening, which is in Los Angeles, uh, July 1st through 3rd. So that's going to be a good experience for me, you know, getting to see these players and meet them in person. I was going to so say, how, how often 
do you get to meet these guys in person? Or, 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 you know, before this, how many of these guys did you ever meet in person? Man, I've probably only met three to four, maybe if I'm being like generous, I don't know. Wow. But I do, I do a lot of, like we do a lot of communication over FaceTime and text. So, That's but it's going to be I, way, it's going to be way cooler to meet these guys in person. And of course, going to that uh, opening, which is the, um, best athletes in the country for the seven on seven and then having the best quarterbacks there for the league 11. It's going to be awesome watching these players live in person. Well, it, it's going to be fun to see what you come out with from that. You you got the in-person, you're, you're learning new skills on, on a computer. It, it, you got, you know, you're in college now you're, you're building your brand, building their brand. Hayes, thank you so much. And, uh, and good luck in through this, the rest of this month. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be coming back to you on Monday with me and Ari Wasserman. We'll probably have an update on Ari's journey into adulthood. He, uh, he has successfully mowed the lawn. That's good. Uh, but he's, he's still working on all of the, the new baby stuff, new house stuff, planning a wedding. He, he's doing it all. He's ripping the Band-Aid off adulthood. So we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about all the news in college football, a little scandal at Arizona State, little NCAA investigation coming to Arizona State, which is also a recruiting story, which Ari will be uh, very, very much up on and have opinions about. We'll talk to you on Monday.